Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you for joining me for this week's horoscope. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Be sure to subscribe and say hello if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are returning, it's so great to have you back. I'm really excited because I have a pretty epic announcement that I am just overjoyed to share with you. So many of you know that I have been studying astrology quite intensely for the last three years on a daily basis. And I credit so much of my learning to a company, an online school known as Astrology Hub. And Astrology Hub is an online school and membership community that's designed to teach the masses astrology. And they do this by inviting world-renowned, epic, and very well-educated teachers from around the world to teach astrology online to a virtual global community. From 2017 through to 2019, while I was still running my podcast at the beginning of you know, launching my podcast, I was working for Astrology Hub, helping them to launch events and create their community. So I had the honor and privilege of learning so much of what I know and gaining so much confidence in the language of astrology and in knowing that a community does exist out there. So much due in part to Astrology Hub and the inner circle community that they have created. They have over a thousand people, probably close to 2,000 people now at this time in their online community that is designed to have one teacher per month come on and give a forecast for the community and teach a masterclass of their favorite technique. And every year, Astrology Hub does a forecast marathon where they invite all of these teachers to come and talk about the year ahead month by month. So you get to hear about the whole year from 12 different astrologers and you get to hear in advance what are the peak moments and how to work with those from 12 different perspectives. And this is a three-day forecast that they're actually holding this week, Thursday through to Saturday. So this is December 9th through the 11th, and it's from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So anyone can join. It is totally free. It is called the Forecast Marathon because they have speakers coming on back to back live for you to interact with and for you to learn from their perspective about the year to come and then at the end of each day they have a panel where the speakers talk about that quarter of of or that chunk of the year so it is one of the most epic events where people from all all over the world tune in they currently have 
so, like thousands, almost 20,000 people signed up to join. And it would be so cool to know that you're in the chat and joining us. I'm going to be behind the scenes helping Astrology Hub during this event this weekend. So it would be awesome to have you join us. The link to sign up and to have your experience in this forecast marathon is in the description of this podcast episode. And the other really cool thing about this event is that they are doing a meditation on Sunday, which is the day of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, um, which is an extremely epic and intense alignment that we are all going to be feeling. And with everything that's happening on the world stage that we've been seeing from the fires in Australia to the war going on or building between the US and Iran and Iraq, um, meditating with people and raising our consciousness to emanate love and community is one of the most powerful ways that we can come together. So if you want to join us, the link is there. If you're not able to join live from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursday through Saturday, or you can't join the meditation, you can watch all of the replays as long as you tune in by, excuse me, Sunday at, uh, so that would be Sunday, December uh, 12th at midnight would be the last chance that you have to catch the recordings, or you can join the inner circle through Astrology Hub and gain access to all of the recordings and learn every single month from all the teachers that they have, who I have had the pleasure to learn with in my past um, as an astrologer, and it completely changed my life. Some of the speakers that they have coming through are Ann Orderly, Gary Caton, Gemini Brett, Christopher Renstrom. We have Carmen Ellen, who's an herbalist and an astrologer. Serene Vishmaya, a Jungian psychologist and astrologer. Stormy Grace, who's the co-host of Astrology Hub, and she's also on YouTube. Jennifer Rassiopi is a wonderful soul who also is very popular at Instagram and writes for Well and Good. We also have Kaipacha and Tammy Brunk coming through and, you know, so many more amazing astrologers. Uh, Linda Bird, I think, is the last one on the list. So just incredible people that are going to be sharing their perspective on 2020. And I hope that you can join us. The other thing that I wanted to mention that's happening this weekend, which is really fun and epic if you're local to me, um, I'm going to be at the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors in Wappingers Falls, New York on Saturday from 7 p.m. until about midnight. If you want to come join, they this is an art church that I've been a part of for 10 plus years. It's where I met my husband and it's where thousands of people from all around the world come to see visionary art and to heal through community. And um, for the last, I'm not even sure how many years, at least 10 years, 15, almost 20 years, um, Cosm has been hosting full moon gatherings and I will be at this one this Saturday giving readings and rune readings, I should say astrology readings, rune readings, and mini henna designs based on the rune reading that you receive. So it would be awesome if you're in the New York area, tri-state area, if you want to come through the link to sign up and get your early bird pricing before entering the event is in the description of this episode as well. So before we 
All right, that's all of my announcements. Let's get into the horoscope. This horoscope is for January 6th through the 12th of 2020. If you are listening on the podcast, I want to let you know that you can tune on, tune in on YouTube because I will be having some visuals there of the charts themselves. If you're curious to see the actual aspects and the planets in their signs. Also, I'm going to be offering my podcast in a kind of a different way. Um, I'm calling this freestyle forecasting, freestyle flowing, and really just allowing myself to flow with you all and to share in a way that feels very authentic and in the moment. So I hope that you enjoy these freestyle forecasts. And the timestamps for these forecasts are always in the description of the episode, including all of the transits that are happening for each day. So be sure to check that out. And this week especially, I really encourage you to listen to this episode all the way through to the end because there are so many alignments happening this week that are going to be feeding into every day when we have astrology um, alignments preparing to perfect we are always going to be feeling the buildup of that experience so the beginning of the week you might not hear some of the more epic alignments more monumental and historical historical alignments happening um, but it's definitely it's definitely going to be helpful to listen all the way through and if you want to come back and listen to Wednesday when Wednesday arrives again or what have you I definitely encourage you to do that so let's jump into the horoscopes on Monday the moon will be in its first quarter phase in the first half of the day in the sign of Taurus and overnight the moon will have squared Venus in Aquarius at around 4 a.m. Eastern time and by the time we are moving into the just the start of the morning a trine to Saturn and Pluto are also going to perfect from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern time. Once this trine to Pluto perfects at 7 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will go void, of course, all day until 9, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So at the start of the day, we have Venus squaring the moon. The moon also squaring Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. So on Sunday night, you may have had things that were very important for you to work on that required you to work through a changing or a shifting in your own values and becoming more trusting in your own flow, trusting in the relationships that are coming into your life, the messages that you've been receiving and how you can value what it is that you are gaining inspiration from in a new way. You might have also been feeling very ambitious to work on something and be disciplined about it since we have the moon in a fixed earth sign in Taurus, the, the sign of the moon's exaltation, also trining this cardinal earth energy in Capricorn with Saturn at home. So this can make us very uh, diligent, especially at the start of the day on Monday. And throughout the day, the moon is going to be void after 7 a.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern time. So when the moon is void, it is not applying or perfecting in aspect to any other planet in the sky. So when that happens, it creates this energy of inertia. 
it creates an energy of things feeling like they're moving a bit slower and when the planets are aspecting one another and they are applying or they're moving towards that aspect it creates an energy of momentum of there being a desire to be pulled towards something but when the moon is not being pulled toward anything we ourselves are a little bit more withdrawn and it's a great time to allow yourself to rest allow yourself to be with you and to do things that you love doing that don't require too much collaboration or the need for other people's support or um, input or even action because they are most likely going to be feeling this inertia as well so um, keep that in mind on monday and take that time to really nourish yourself find your own rhythm the moon in taurus is very grounding it is super indulgent so doing things that make you feel nourished that make you feel pampered um, Uranus is ruled by Venus, so it is a Venusian, feminine kind of energy. And it's also the yin expression of Venus. So it is very helpful to allow yourself to embody that divine feminine in taking care of yourself and working toward your goals. The moon will be separating from this trying to Saturn and Pluto on Monday. So if you have any important projects to work on or you would appreciate the energy of feeling focused and determined to clarify any projects or commitments that you have, then this day is going to really help you in that um, in that goal. So by the time we reach 9, 10 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will move into the sign of Gemini. And once we have the moon move into the sign of Gemini, it is going to begin to oppose Mars in Sagittarius. And Mars is the planet of our, will, our willpower, our drive, um, where we get our stamina from and our our masculine force to want to go out and do things. So the moon opposite Mars can create a little bit of fire and tension in the air. No pun intended there. Um, <laughs> but it can create a little bit of tension around the things that we are feeling passionate about. So especially Monday night, if you um, like to work out or if you um, can create a little ritual before bed just to relieve any tension in your body so that while you're resting um, you can feel any tension that um, may have benefited from being released um, to make the point to release some energy on Monday night before you go to rest. Um, that opposition between the moon and Mars is going to perfect at around 2 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're anywhere in the globe, you're probably going to feel this while you're awake. And um, with that, you just want to be mindful of acting impulsively and to take into account the small details um, before the bigger picture. Other important aspects that we're going to be feeling on Monday is that the sun is in a perfect sextile to Neptune. We also have Mercury within two degrees of the heart of the sun. So Mercury is also sextiling Neptune as well. And with this, you may have new ideas in terms of relating to others um, in a way that is more harmonious and potentially ideal. 
It's a really fantastic time this week to listen to your intuition, to pay attention to the messages that are coming through in your dreams, and to open your connection to your creativity and your imagination. This is a great week to listen to the messages that are coming through from spirit since Mercury is nearing its conjunction to the sun, which will perfect on Friday. And then um, these, the sun-Mercury conjunction it is also in this harmonious sextile to Neptune, the planet of dreams and idealism. Um, even escapism, so anything uh, that's been causing you pressure, you might be finding creative solutions that are um, more sustainable since we have Mercury and the Sun in Capricorn. So solutions might be coming that support sustainability, that support the long-term plan, but also support your need for rest and rejuvenation, for meditation and paying attention to the more subtle energies in life which require space. So you may need a, a mental break from serious tasks or um, making these major decisions that have been uh, weighing on us as you move through the rest of this week and this alignment begins to become more and more intense. Um, the sextile between Mercury and Neptune will perfect on Wednesday morning so uh, it is really Monday, Tuesday, and early Wednesday that um, I would allow yourself to be creative, especially, and to pay attention to the messages that you're having and to sort out whatever feels potentially delusional, whatever feels potentially like something you don't want to get too carried away with. It's really a matter of discernment because Neptune can create illusions. So pay attention to that. See if you can create, you know, um, new things without falling into the victimhood of illusion. With Mercury and the Sun in Capricorn, uh, I think it's going to be pretty clear that we need to be making choices that we can hold ourselves accountable to or feel responsible for in some way. And as long as we have an understanding of the long-term outcome and the goal, I think that we can be creating a lot of uh, exciting new beginnings with uh, this alignment with Mercury and the Sun and Neptune. And we'll talk more about this as we move through the week. On Tuesday, the alignment of the Sun sextiling Neptune will have perfected at 1.21 a.m. Eastern Time. So overnight Monday, you might want to pay attention to your dreams and wake up in the morning on Tuesday and write those down. It's a really good night to set an intention on Monday night before you go to bed to think about what you want to dream about, what you want to learn more about, and to wake up Tuesday and try to recall what came up. The moon will be in Gemini on Tuesday, and so we will begin to move into the rest of the week with more of a logical or a rational approach to things. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury is in Capricorn, nearing its conjunction to the sun. So our thoughts will be ever more focused on this long-term plan around longevity, around creating systems that we feel support us in this new year. 
Um, Gemini is also the energy that can feel very scattered, very distractible, and a bit restless. So keep this in mind, especially since the opposition from the moon to Mars and Sagittarius will have perfected on Tuesday morning at 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the moon will also have squared uh, Neptune in Pisces um, overnight on Tuesday. So those are the major aspects that are happening um, on Tuesday is just this these late night alignments. And all day, it's really um, the moon that is going to be applying in that square to Neptune overnight and a trine to Venus, which will perfect on Wednesday. So Tuesday, it's a really great day to work on your plan, work on your strategy, get all the details in order. Gemini is great at assessing the details. And with the help of Mercury in Capricorn conjunct the sun, you might find that you're able to make some great headway in your communications with people that have a long lasting effect. I will say that Mercury conjunct the sun, unless it is within three degrees, which it is right now, but you may notice that you're having this combustion effect with Mercury and the mind. When Mercury is in the heart of the sun, as he is now in this uh, space of alignment in terms of conjunction, it can create uh, the energy of the planet itself, Mercury, um, losing its charisma due to the fact that the sun's light is sort of overpowering it. So if if you are working on plans and strategies, um, create space in that for refinement in the future. This is a good time for um, sort of that expansive outlook on things. Um, we also have Jupiter conjunct the south node exactly on um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. And Jupiter is... Um, the planet that helps us to really see the bigger picture. And Jupiter is now in Capricorn with Mercury, the Sun, Saturn, Pluto, um, and the South Node. So um, if you are working on your strategy and uh, your vision, just know that uh, Mercury is, which rules our mind and our thoughts, might be uh, a like... It's like almost like we are receiving very palpable downloads, but the details might come once Mercury starts to move away from the sun. So on Tuesday, I also want to point out that Mars is going to be perfectly in conjunct or quincunx Uranus. So this can add to this wanting to innovate in some way. And it's important for us to innovate in a way that is not reckless to the things that we've already created. There may be a desire to change things quickly. And it's important to just keep yourself aware of um, jumping the gun and allowing yourself to trust in the innovative ideas and changes that you know are appropriate and to make those shifts in a way that don't feel too abrupt. So keep all that on mind for Tuesday. On Wednesday, the moon will continue in the sign of Gemini, and by this time, it will be in the waxing gibbous phase. The waxing gibbous phase actually was invoked on Monday night at around 11:40 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. So, with the waxing gibbous phase, which is basically going to be this whole week 
up until we hit the full moon on Friday. And it is during this waxing gibbous phase that we are back in this yin energy of needing to reflect on how we've taken action so far. It's it's this receiving kind of energy as well. There may have been things that you've been working on in the last week that finally come to some fruition this week, and it's a matter of receiving and allowing yourself space to reflect so that when the full moon comes, you can be in a stage of taking action once more based on the reflection this is this illuminating reflection that you're receiving from the full moon so wednesday we're going to have the moon in its waxing gibbous phase helping us to receive in the form of the gemini archetype so there might be details that are arriving um, to you whether it's from a mentor or from clients or from someone at work or from your partner but there might be details that you are very keenly aware of um, that are important for the long term that um, support you in your creative process because again we have mercury and the sun still in that sextile to neptune and mercury is nearing its conjunction to the sun which often comes with it a lot of new ideas that are actually stemming from the initial intention that we set back the last time that mercury was conjunct the sun and retrograde so that was 11 11 of 2019 at 18 degrees of scorpio so the way that we can work with Kazemis is to look at the last time there was a Kazemi, um, especially with Mercury, because he does um, come into the heart of the sun every four months or so. So the last time that Mercury was conjunct the sun, it was retrograde and it was in the sign of Scorpio. So these connections uh, that we made back the last time that Mercury was retrograde around Halloween time and thereafter, we were coming into a new idea of self. And wherever you have Scorpio in your chart, that was an initiation and a, a new intention that you were coming to know through Mercury, through the mind, through your thoughts and um, the, the ways in which you would we were thinking about spending your time or relating to people or communicating in the projects that you are a part of and now we have mercury coming back to a conjunction with the sun this time mercury is direct and very far away from earth as far from earth as it can get in its orbit and this conjunction is another initiation that reminds us of the intention or the clarity that we had uh, when we had that last conjunction when mercury was retrograde so i would love and to see how this resonates with you if you think back to jan uh november um, 11th of 2019 what revelations were coming through for you and how are you seeing that uh, right about now and through this week and into next week and as you move through this month and into 2020 you're feeling ready to bring some of those ideas to life so with the moon in gemini ruled by mercury in the heart of the sun as the moon is in the sign i think we're going to be having some very important messages come through so pay attention to that and um honor whatever it is that is giving you some more insight to what might create more uh, playfulness in your life because 
Gemini is a very playful archetype as well. On Wednesday, the moon is going to perfectly trine Venus at 5.15 p.m. Eastern time. So trines are extremely harmonious. They allow for us to feel expansive in terms of the planets involved. So the moon rules our emotions and the mood that we carry and we embody. And Venus rules relationships, values, money. And this trine is going to be very helpful for collaborating with others, for relating to others in a very harmonious way. We can spend the evening on Wednesday uh, making art, sharing art, observing the beauty around the world, and surrendering to the innovative solutions and potential ways to make money or attract more of what you value. Really surrendering to that and allowing for yourself to feel the expansive potential of just trusting what it is that's coming through. And Venus is in Aquarius right now. So Aquarius is the sign that is very revolutionary, innovative. Um, it's also connected to groups. So any ideas around how you can be taking action in a way that um, connects to community, connects to um, relating to certain kinds of people, uh, Wednesday is a good night to really tune into the messages coming through around that. This alignment between the moon and Venus will perfect at 5.15 p.m. Eastern time, and then the moon will go void of course at 3.43, excuse me, then the moon will go void of course until Thursday at 3.43 a.m. Eastern time. So pretty much from 5.15 through to the end of the night into early morning on Thursday, the moon will be void of course once again, but this time in the sign of Gemini. So another night to spend um, with yourself or doing things that are very simple. And because the moon's in Gemini, you might enjoy um, ironing out that plan a little bit more, working out the details that maybe the void Taurus window didn't provide. Um, I want to point out as well that Mercury will have perfectly sextiled Neptune on Wednesday morning at 8.09 a.m. Eastern Time. So Wednesday morning is another great morning to write down some of the visions that were coming through for you in a dream form or just to really work with journaling or even voice memoing or communicating with people about the dreams that you see are possible. Keep in mind... Um, Again, that, that potential for delusion and illusion, including those that come to you and share their messages. So it's a matter of discernment on Wednesday. On Thursday, the moon will be in the sign of Cancer as of 3.43 a.m. Eastern Time. And this is the sign of the moon's home. It is a very sweet spot for the moon to be in. And this is an energy that can help us become much more perceptive of our emotions, of our sensitivities, of the things that we feel called to protect, of the things that we want to remain loyal to and trusting with. Uh, cancer energy is very kind. It is also open to vulnerability and nurturing. So you might find that on Thursday, 
You can be very empathetic for the people around you. And you might be feeling sensitive to the things happening around the world. Cancer is very group conscious and is often dedicated to being helpful in some way. So you might notice on Thursday some of these themes and there's even more intensity to this because Jupiter is going to be conjunct the south node perfectly at 8 degrees and the moon is going to conjunct the north node at 8 degrees as well as we move into the evening. This opposition between Jupiter and the moon will perfect at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So the moon aligning with the north node in Cancer is going to amplify the potential for faded experiences to happen and to occur. With the moon opposite Jupiter, it does create this potential for things to be grandiose, for them to be over the top, for them to um, also have a lot to do with this expression of authority since Jupiter is in the sign of Capricorn. So this is the tug of war of the nurturing and the disciplined, the patient and the determined um, with Cancer and Capricorn opposing one another. Keep in mind though that these, these signs are a yin pair and the energy can be very feminine and very telling in terms of how one can be soft and one can be gentle in their approach so that instead of overdoing it, instead of extending beyond boundaries that are truly comfortable, we can begin to create in a way that is philosophically aware of how the way that we are living our life affects our emotions, other people's emotions, and how that then ripples out into everything in the world. So Thursday is a very pivotal day because the moon is going to perfectly align with the nodes and Jupiter. And we also have at around 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, the moon is going to perfectly sextile Uranus in Taurus. And Uranus is also in a sextile and a trine to the nodes of the moon. So Uranus is the planet of revolutionary change and innovation. So you might notice that there's a different flow to your day on Thursday, especially at the start of the day. Um, you might also notice that some of the faded shifts that are coming about are quite spontaneous. Um, they are revolutionary. They are really calling you to be innovative in your relationships, in your projects, with your money, thinking outside of the box in ways that um, are somewhat grounded as well in future potentials that we are just starting to see now. So that's everything for Thursday. Keep that all in mind. On Friday, here is where we have so much energy coming together. Here is the peak where I want to start to unpack this chart with you. So on Friday, January 10th, we are going to have the Sun and Mercury perfectly align in their conjunction at 10.19 a.m. Eastern Time. So this is going to be a 
very intense day where our minds might be feeling quite busy with the full moon exactly opposite Mercury and the Sun and we also have Saturn and Pluto perfectly conjunct at 22 degrees of Capricorn. So if you're seeing this on my chart, we can see in the house of Capricorn, Jupiter conjunct the south node perfectly. Mercury and the sun conjunct one another as well at 20 degrees. Saturn and Pluto conjunct one another as well perfectly at 22 degrees. The moon opposite the sun and Mercury, Pluto, and Saturn at 20 degrees and Jupiter conjunct the North Node at 8 degrees, um, obviously opposing the North Node in Cancer. So this is intense. We have Mercury and the Sun coming together um, on the same day that all these other things are happening. And I love Mercury Kazemi or conjunction days because they often bring us such insight in terms of our thoughts and our ability to execute on a plan that we have been thinking about. So this is a monumental shift um, in terms of our thinking and communication. And another major thing that's happening with this Cancer lunar eclipse, and I should mention that this full moon is an eclipse. It's a lunar eclipse because it is close enough to the nodes. The north node is in Cancer and the moon is in Cancer and the nodes are where we have eclipses happening. So. This is an eclipse. Eclipses are very, very um, intense portals of transformation. I go over um, this entire lunation cycle from the uh, Capricorn new moon solar eclipse to this Cancer lunar eclipse on my YouTube channel, which covers um, basically this whole full lunation cycle in more detail. So eclipses are a time where we are entering major windows of transformation. They often come with them um, death and rebirth and the um, casting out of things that are no longer really serving us and the potential for completely new ideas and solutions to present themselves. It's like a whole new chapter that we get every six months in our lives. And on the same day of this lunar eclipse, we're going to be have, we're going to have Uranus stationing direct at just before 9 p.m. Eastern time. And with Uranus stationing direct, this is a very powerful energy in terms of our desire to change things up. Uranus rules spontaneity, innovation, uh, thinking outside of the box. It's the planet that is connected to Aquarius as its modern ruler. So it is very influential on our society, on groups, on the collective, as well as technology and how we are using technology as a collective to support the unit. Um, Uranus in Taurus is um, very much about think rethinking how we are connecting to Earth, Earth medicine, and how we are maintaining our stability through potential chaos. So when planets, especially like Uranus or Neptune station retrograde or direct, we really feel the impact of that. So after this direct motion, you might start to notice as we come into the weekend and into the next week that you are feeling ready to go with things that have been lurking or on hold. 
Um, we are going to have all planets direct from January 11th through to February 16th. That means every single planet that we consider in this chart wheel on my screen, um, all seven planets or five planets, two luminaries, the sun and the moon, and um, Uranus, Pluto, Neptune, all of these planets, even including Chiron, are going to be direct um, for the next 36 days. And when we have all the planets direct, it is like full speed ahead. We've got rocket fuel under our feet and we're able to accomplish things. So I really encourage you to take advantage of this 36 day window from January 11th through to February 16th, where we have all of the planets moving in their, their forward direction. And together we can also move forward as well. So coming back to the aspects of this full moon and what some of these major conjunctions in Capricorn can mean. So first, I want you to think back to July 12th, or I'm sorry, July 2nd, 2019, which was the new moon solar eclipse in Cancer this past summer. So we are having this full moon, blood moon, lunar eclipse in Cancer, which is the culmination of any seeds that you might have planted with that new moon solar eclipse in the summer. So wherever you have Cancer in your chart, there may be this feeling that you are have you have matured, you are coming to a peak or a culmination or a a lesson around how you can approach that area of life. This is the moment where we get the flower of the cycle and we see the fruits of our labor, the work we've been putting in and how that really comes to light. So we can think about the last two weeks and what has shifted since the uh, Cancer new moon um, along this Cancer Capricorn access um, I'm sorry, I meant to say the, the Capricorn new moon, if I didn't say that. Um, yeah, so you can look back two weeks and think about that. Um, and you can think about the last six months and how things have grown and changed and matured for you since then. Because we have Mercury conjunct the sun opposite the moon, the day of this lunar eclipse, you might notice that there is some tension in communications. I wouldn't be surprised if the news becomes more intense in terms of the worldly um, aggression that we've been seeing in the media and you know, in on the ground if you are in some of these places. So um, we might notice that these, these communications start to become more intense. So keep that in mind on Friday to be very mindful of your um, self-talk and the way that you are also talking to others. Um, the, the moon is also going to be Quincunx Venus. Um, so 150 degrees away from Venus, Venus will be in the blind spot of the moon. So this can have our relationships feeling a little bit unsettled. Um, there will be this feeling of change that is in the air in terms of relationships, in terms of how we're going to create harmony, um, especially since we've got Uranus's involvement with um, its sextile to the moon, um, the North Node, the South Node, and a trine, and Venus is in Aquarius, so it is also being co-ruled by Uranus, who is the ruler of Aquarius. Um, Venus is also in primary rulership 
by Saturn in Capricorn. So things might be very serious in terms of how we're thinking about our money matters, our projects, our relationships. Um, and there might be this need to really cut out some commitments that are really bogging down your creativity or your uh, connection to your own sense of hope and your own sense of uh, clarity in terms of what's possible for your future. So with the moon also opposite Saturn and Pluto conjunct, and this conjunction is going to perfect on Sunday, so I will dive into it a little bit more there. But with the moon opposite these two planets, uh, the two major malefics, Saturn and Pluto, um, there may be some blocks and challenges that you are aware of even though full moons can feel quite triumphant we are celebrating how far we've come this opposition from saturn and pluto can feel like there is um, more that we have to endure and to be realistic about so if you're feeling any blocks or challenges um, don't let them dampen your shine don't let them scare you just see how you can become strategic about your implementation of um, working through them and you might be experiencing as well some karma from the past uh, with this opposition from Saturn and Pluto as well from the moon so um, people from your life or um, just some sort of culmination around uh, the time that has passed and how that time has resulted in either good or, or bad um, outcomes and hopefully it's it's good you know I think it's really a matter of what we put our attention on so um, deciding to see everything as a blessing can be extremely helpful especially in intense times like these after the moon perfectly opposes um, Pluto in Capricorn at 7 p.m. Eastern time it will then go void, of course, until 7.15 a.m. on Saturday. So after 7 p.m. on Friday, it's a, it's a really good night to just give yourself that time to rest. Eclipses can be quite exhausting, and um, they require us to really create space for healing. So if you need that, take it. Uh, Friday night is going to have that void energy to it until 7 a.m. So um, it's a really good night to make space for your meditation practice, make space for your journaling, make space for having compassion for where you are right now and to celebrate how far you've come. On Saturday, the moon will move into the sign of Leo at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time. And the moon will be in its full moon phase by this time. So in the full moon phase, this is when we are really realizing the fruits of our labor and we are able to reflect on how things have grown. And in the sign of Leo, this can make us very self-aware and ambitious to express our own uniqueness. Leo is also very affectionate and creative. It is dramatic. It's also very generous and it naturally wants to lead. So Saturday, you might notice um, this playful, confident, um, sincere energy that's moving through you. So um, vibe with that, ride with it and um, enjoy it. 
the moon will perfectly square Uranus and Taurus at around 11.45 a.m. Eastern Time. And from this, you might notice that there is a little bit of tension in the air in terms of uh, maybe something that culminated this week or um, anything that might not particularly going be going according to plan. Uranus is the planet of spontaneity and change. So um, really go with the flow and trust that whatever is happening is meant to be in some way. And the moon will also then trine Mars at around 5 p.m. Eastern time perfectly and align in a grand fire trine with Chiron. So with this grand fire trine with Chiron, Mars, and the moon, there there is this sense of our masculine um, desire to do and perform being healed through our awareness that we are human that we are all just doing our best to be authentic and so on saturday we are blessed with this opportunity to let go of past wounds to move forward with things in an energetic and um gracious manner so this trying to mars can make it a really great day if you have important things to do or you need energy um, it's great for working out as well Mercury is going to perfectly conjunct Saturn and Pluto overnight on Sunday. So you might notice that Saturday night, um, there is an element of seriousness in the air in terms of your communications, in terms of everyone's perception of the world uh, economy, of the world structure and how everyone is working together as a global government or even your local government. All of this connection to government, um, the change, the transformation, the death, the uh, destruction with Pluto conjunct Saturn. There is so much of these themes coming through that we're seeing even in the news. So our minds are going to be on this on Saturday night. And um, I would really invite you to pay attention to feeding into the drama in a way that is, um, you know, maybe not so beneficial and um, trying to let that kind of pattern go, but instead um, creating space for being very mature about the stark reality that we're in and having faith through your words, through your actions um, around how we can all create change. On Sunday, we have Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn perfectly aligning at 11.58 a.m. Eastern Time at 22 degrees of Capricorn. And the Sun is going to be within one degree of this conjunction and at 21 degrees and Mercury on the other side of this conjunction at 23 degrees. So we, we have the Sun, Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury all in a stellium conjunction in Capricorn on Sunday all day from the very start of the day. Mercury will perfectly conjunct Saturn at around 4.51 a.m. and then it will conjunct Pluto at 5 13 a.m. Eastern Time. Then Saturn and Pluto will align just before noon, and the Sun will then conjunct Pluto Monday morning as well as Saturn. So um, this is going to be a very potent day on Sunday 
where we are going to be experiencing a major transformation, not only around our communication, but in our connection to personal responsibility and the responsibility of our government to support us. Saturn is the archetype of institutional support um, of systems and structures that maintain a society. Saturn in Capricorn is where we get rooted and we get grounded and how the society is going to function. If in a perfect world, when Saturn comes into Capricorn, we establish rules that we all agree upon abiding by. We even have Jupiter, the planet of law and of philosophy in Capricorn in this sign as well. So this is a complete rewrite of the things that we are, want to tolerate in our lives um, and how we are going to be creating rules and regulations that really support us on an individual and a collective level. Uh, Saturn is the planet that helps maintain the law and order by creating restrictions, by creating consequences. So with all of this energy conjunct Saturn, there are major realities coming to the forefront around responsibility, around discipline, around um, even authoritarian um, acts. So Saturn can be a bit of a tyrant um, that can um, overstep its, its power and its authority. And Pluto is conjunct Saturn and Pluto is the, the planet of primal power. And primal power is very uh, brutal in some senses. Pluto is the ruler of the underworld, so it does relate to death and destruction and war. And the conjunction of both Saturn and Pluto together can create this breaking down of structures, a deterioration of structures and traditions that are, are just, um, it's every time we have a new beginning, something old must die in its in its way so this is a really beautiful experience that we all have the opportunity to work with this conjunction of saturn and pluto um which only happens um geez i know that the the jupiter saturn conjunctions happens every 20 years or so but the pluto saturn is much more rare so this is an opportunity for us to be creating new beginnings that are extremely powerful, that have the potential to really support us in the dedication that we have to this planet, <laughs> right? Um, so much crisis is happening and it's really up to us to remain committed to the things that we value. And this conjunction between Pluto and Saturn can bring down people in power that are not using it correctly, but I should say as well that it does have the potential to also give people in power or to um, just create the potential for these people in power to overuse it. So um, this is going to cause systematic change due to contraction of our economy potentially, uh, major endings of some sort, 
or a commitment to regenerating a situation. And with and this episode seems like it's getting quite long, but with all of the global crisis going on right now, I just really wanted to share from my heart how I'm seeing this astrology and that I don't think it's any coincidence that these things are happening um, because this is an opportunity for us to recognize what we are shameful of. Pluto is this archetype that holds our shame, what we tend to repress. And Saturn is the ruler of time. And it's time for us to heal things in a very tangible way, to be practical about how we're using our time and how we're using our power, our resources. This conjunction of Mercury and Saturn as well on Sunday is going to make our mental state serious. It's going to be focused on business and long-term planning. So it's a great day to actually work on your taxes or your year ahead or quarterly scheduling. Um, If you can get into that headspace, um, critical thinking um, will be very easy to tap into with this energy. Um, But it's important to just keep yourself soft around the edges. Don't be too rigid Um, with yourself. uh, Try to maintain that energy of love and compassion through all this intensity. Mercury's conjunction with Pluto is going to help give us a sharp mind that is uh, feeling quite intense, powerful, and transformative in the way that it is perceiving the world. Um, So so it's really interesting things to just be mindful of. Uh, As we move into the rest of the evening, Venus is going to come to the edge of Aquarius and Monday at around 2 p.m. Eastern time, Venus will enter the sign of its exaltation in Pisces. So on on Sunday night with Venus coming to the edge of Aquarius, uh, you might notice that there is um, very intense themes around the global community and how we are relating to one another, how we are handling money, how we are handling Um, the things that we consider beautiful and um, so much of that so much of uh, what we what we all deem as beautiful even if it's just um, nature Uh, there will be an intensity with Venus coming to the edge of Aquarius um, the sign that is very connected to the group consciousness um, and the energy of humanitarianism and inclusiveness coming to a peak so I wish you all a, a really blessed week. It's going to be an intense one. Uh, You can join me in my Starry Alignment Soul Tribe this week. I am going to be going live in there to share more. Um, And I also invite you to go check out my YouTube video on the Lunar Eclipse series that we are moving through now, um, where I talk about the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse that that happened the late uh, 2019 and then that's happening this week and how you can work with it. beautiful soul. I wanted to come in here and give you one last reminder to sign up for Astrology Hub's 2020 Forecast Marathon event. This is an event that you don't want to miss. It has completely changed my life every year since the year 2017. I have been tuning into these forecasts that they have with 12 world-renowned astrologers coming together to talk about every month of the year of 
2020 and how you can work with it in advance for completely free. So you can sign up via the link in my uh, the description of this video. And when you sign up, you will also get a 2020 um, guidebook. So there'll be two links. If you want the guidebook, be sure to download there and sign up for the marathon to get notifications about when they're going live and also the links to the recordings of the broadcast itself. You can have up until this Sunday at, at midnight Eastern time to watch all the recordings if you can't join us live, or you can join the inner circle and not worry about catching the recordings and catch them on your own time and join a community of thousands of people from multiple countries all around the world who have completely inspired me to even create this podcast and be talking to you now. If you are from the inner circle and you have followed me over here you know exactly what i'm talking about so if that's you feel free to leave a comment and to share about your experience in astrology hub's inner circle because i know it has changed my life and i hope that you can join us this week for the 2020 forecast marathon It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Soilo which means compassion, self, and wholeness. What a great rune to get for this week. Compassion for everything that's happening in our world, everything that's happening for us, and the change and transformation that you may be feeling in your own personal life. Wherever you have Capricorn in your chart, you are experiencing a major transformation in life in general that is inviting you to really make some changes that are going to affect the long-term trajectory of your life, your business, your family, depending on where it is falling in your chart. Pluto has been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. And so what have you been noticing since 2008 is a theme, especially if you look in your chart and you see where you have Capricorn and how now you are needing to become even more resilient in this area of life. So however this lunar eclipse is affecting you, I'm wishing you love and peace and self-acceptance and compassion to help you thrive through this window of great transformation. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, comment below if you're on YouTube, share with a friend, send it into your stories and tag me at Starry Alignment so I know that you are enjoying this content. This kind of engagement helps not only brighten my day, but it helps it to reach more people. This message that is meant to 
um, connect with those that are, are really here to to learn and to grow from it. So your help in spreading this message is truly valued and I so appreciate your presence here. May you live in alignment now and always.